What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 64. Today with my guests Matt, Nick, and Tom of the band Top Dead Center. They are a local Maryland area rock cover band who were, uh, incidentally, gracious enough to invite my band, The Hollow Truths, to join forces with them May 8th at a Fishhead Cantina show here in Baltimore. So I uh, figured doing a podcast episode with them was the least I could do in return. Uh, we all got together the other night to kind of just talk about the show and what all they've been up to as a band. And uh, after meeting up with them, I can safely say that they're a tight-knit group. And uh, I think in a lot of ways, good bands are more like a gang sometimes than musicians. So it's good to see. Um, regardless, we had a pretty fun chat. Uh, it was live and in person, so the audio quality might be a little funkier than normal, but uh, did my best. So yeah, hopefully uh, you yourself are doing alright out there, staying safe, staying sane, all that type of stuff. As always, thanks for listening and supporting local music. They all do, I really appreciate it. Feel free to subscribe or follow the podcast wherever you may be streaming, it always helps broaden the reach of this thing a little. Other than that, uh, there are t-shirts available through messaging on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, we'll hopefully get the online store up and running soon. And uh, lastly, if you're in a band and you have new music coming out, feel free to hit me up. There's always a chance we could do an episode. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So uh, if you're in the Baltimore area, uh, May 8th, Fish Head Cantina. Come out, have a beer distanced and masked up and all that stuff but uh without further ado here top dead center but yeah so the eighth fish head i've never played there before i'm pretty stoked about it um i really like the venue we went and seen um some bands there we went to try to see kiln there have you seen kiln before um, but for some reason they weren't able to play that night, unfortunately. So I was bummed about that. But we seen some other guys, and it's just like a cool musicians vibe. It, like I could tell that it was like a bar that was solely based on people that wanted to watch an Go act. Music. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like um, once, this is a pretty cool place. Yeah, it, it, it looks cool. I like that it's like dark. It's like divey kind of, but it has like yeah. parts. Like you walk in the front yeah. door, and it's like. You know, they have like a sushi bar and like yeah. pool tables. It's like a bunch. It's very eclectic, Their which, sushi is, which is cool. Good too. Really? Yeah, I feel highly underrated. It's surprisingly yeah. good. Yeah. Like, yeah, you wouldn't think like sushi at a music venue. But Not at all. It's really <laughs> yeah, but they bad. really. Ha- it's like you, I walked in there and it was like a legitimate like Japanese chef like with the hat. I was like. Yeah. I'm like in the Twilight Zone right now. Like this guy does not belong here, but everybody's like have raving yeah. reviews about it. Mm-hmm. Well, then, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, just, the, yeah. <laughs> the uh, just yeah, the, the place itself, um, you know, with like the they open up the deck, and they said you know by May yeah. they're gonna have everything opened up, so it's gonna be Merryweather cool. is patio yeah. and everything, and there's like big open area out back too, so they can fit good amount of people. Yeah, they're still no, they're still doing like like if you're sitting. Um, close to the stage like you still have to be seated to take your mask off yeah, and everything but right you know for the most part if you're it's going to be more laid back i think than there yeah i we're, we're all really i mean just like everybody else i mean we're excited to get back out there and like start gigging and seeing people and like you know practicing as 
all fine and good and it's fun and you know we all do it but i mean we all really like to do it for the performance aspect i mean we want to be out there in front of people we want to be seen play play what we want to play and you know Mm -hmm. i mean just uh just get back to what we were doing before i really only played probably i don't know six five or six shows um with top dead center um You know, before everything got yeah. shut down. Um, yeah, Cody so was, uh, he was new, uh, brought him in um, like August. October. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, well, October was the first show, but yeah, yes. we started doing August of 2019. Yes. Yeah. So, so I think, you know, to and bring, then, bring yeah. it back in here to center, yeah. I feel like, you know, to your friends and everybody listening, we'll kind of get you guys like a little introduction or something. Yes, maybe to, for sure. To get you some background. And just before we get to that, all I got to say, as you probably invited the right person to fish head, because that's pretty much like our haunt, for lack yeah. of a better term. Yeah, that's like, cool. Yeah, I'm not necessarily proud to say I've probably played there like ten times in a year before. That's awesome. And, and like <laughs> more than one band. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. That's just kind of like our spot. That's which so, is yeah, which is um, and then and and realistically, I mean, that's why Nick, Nick you were the first. Like oh, okay. you were the first. Thought, yeah, you know what we, I mean? It was oh, not. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we, yeah, we played together like two years ago. We yeah. we remember liking you guys and thanks. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so, we. I mean, somebody. for us playing, you know, we want to go out and have fun and play what we like, and it's not yeah. necessarily like you know, and 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 play with other people who we like their sound and that kind of fits the same theme you know yeah. as ours um yeah. i have yet to hear you guys play but you know we all like the same yeah, yeah. same stuff you know rock and roll. yeah rock and, roll. and this That's is right. actually going to be tom's first show with us yeah so yeah exactly first show which is going to be interesting i haven't played live in definitely over a year so i really yeah. cannot i'm itching to get out there and play again yeah man. so bad Dude, for it's been almost that reasons. long for us too yeah so. yeah so yeah, I figure uh, that way we can kind of get your little introductions maybe for everybody. Maybe yeah. I'll just go to my right. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. this is an audio podcast. Yeah. Maybe we'll <laughs> document it with a photo or something. Yeah. But uh, why not? Uh, to my right, we'll, uh, we'll say start. a little bit yourself. I mean, yeah, so my name is Tom, Tom O'Donnell. I just joined Top Dead Center uh, a little, I don't know, what was it, two months ago, three months ago? About that, yeah. yeah. And so far, just been rehearsing with them. No, no gigs played yet, but I'm looking forward to the first one because the initial rehearsals are sounding pretty damn good. <laughs> one second, I'll edit that out. Right. Yeah. Bringing yeah. out the weed whacker for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the initial rehearsals are sounding good. There's a couple songs even in there where we've only pulled them out maybe one time, and just the first time through, it's like, oh, well, that's stage ready to go. Yeah, yeah that's kind of kind of awesome. So. Um, and, you know, a lot of the bands I've been in before, pretty cool, you know, but just a little bit more laid back. This is like a proper rock band, though. This is, yeah. this is, will rattle your, your bowels a little bit. <laughs> so. Nice. Um, Similar to the wine. <laughs> um, Don't go to Chipotle so, before you come see us. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Already went there, did But, uh, uh, I don't know, just a little more, more about me. I've been playing guitar for a long time. Uh. And yeah, I love a lot of love a lot of the stuff that you, these guys love, but also a little bit of like jazz and bluegrass, a little bit of everything. Um, not so much we don't do a whole lot of jazz or bluegrass, but this is my mother. It's been a nice forces. mix of styles, though. Yeah. Like you've kind of, you know, forced us to go outside of our comfort zone, and I think. 
think we've kind of done the same for you and kind of meet in the middle, add added new songs that yep. we might not necessarily have tried, but it's working came so together far. well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's me. Right on. Yeah. Uh, I am Cody Cole. Uh, basically do vocals for Top Dead Center. Um, I joined the band about a year and a half ago. Um, interestingly enough, um, I had tried out for Top Dead Center probably like six and a half years ago. Um, they went a different direction for a singer. Motherfuckers. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> and, you know, uh, when that singer decided to part ways, um, that was kind of the same same deal, you know, uh they called me. I was like, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to do it. I had been in bands, uh, you know, other bands throughout the time. I was not gigging or playing with a band at the time. Um, but, you know, I always knew that I liked their sound. Um, so definitely very happy to be brought on board. Um, and it's been really cool ever since. Um, you know, I'm not, I, I am not, you know, um, I like all kinds of music, you know, uh, just like Tom was saying. I mean, like, I'll be listening to like 21 Savage and then like Ricky Skaggs will come on. You know what I mean? Like I'll listen to bluegrass and hip hop and it, you know, if it sounds good to me, it's good enough for me, you know? Uh, but you got the pipes. Yeah, basically. Um, you know, I like singing. I like performing. I like being a front man. I like, you know, like emceeing the crowd, you know, um, I like, I like that kind of stuff. Um, it's been it's been fun. I'm looking forward to, you know, uh, getting back out there and and doing doing what I love to do. Yeah, we're starting to slowly start getting some more stuff on the calendar. We got a crazy busy May and June. Sorry, not to cut oh, you off. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, but just want to get your name in oh, there. Just a, so oh, gotcha. Up front. Not bad. Follow the format. Sorry about that. <laughs> you know, I I'm gonna refrain from calling you Rob. That's okay. For him, always funny. So. That's the worst things you could call me. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, okay. So anyway, uh, yeah, my name's uh, my name's Nick Frisella. I'm the drummer for Top Dead Center. Um, I've been in the band since 2015. So, well, yeah. The band was that old. The band's even older than that. I was actually. They had. They had a. Really? It was something yeah. like that. From the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, wow. well, I um, when I first started, there was a drummer slash singer with a bassist and a guitarist, yeah. and the drummer wanted to focus on singing. Yeah. So I took over on the drums, yeah. and then you know we got new singers, switched out, switched them out again, got a new guitar player. So technically, our bassist who he's the um, only he's the, he's the, he was the only he's remaining. Top yeah. Dudley. Yeah, right. <laughs> Top Dudson. Yeah, Matt Dudley. Matt Dudley's not here tonight. Matt Dudley's our bass player. Uh, but once again, yes, he is the oldest living member of Top Dead Center. Well, that's kind of funny because uh, one of my good buddies' bands is called Crashing Atlas. Okay. And they are in a similar sim situation where the band name still lives, but I think that they only have maybe one member yeah, really. left uh, from that. And they're at least. 10 years old so the f this is I mean the first time that I saw Top Dead Center was Eric Dudley and Eric yeah so long yeah so Tom uh, came in after our last guitar player Eric um, he had been in the band for a while I don't even know what he was one of the original okay, members yes. as well yeah, yeah. so 
Um, but the drummer's name was also Eric, and he would drum and sing, which was one of the coolest performances I've ever seen because it was a three-piece. Um, That's so hard They to played their yeah. first gig at the Hideaway in Harold Harbor in Crownsville. Uh, and I remember Dudley, you know, him and I were talking. I mean, I was probably like tw- 19 or 20. And uh, Dudley was like, yeah, man, like, you know, we've pl- we've been practicing together for years. I, I, for some reason, I think I remember him saying, yeah, we've like been practicing for like four years, but like we haven't really ever played any shows. Yeah, I mean, they, um, they were all buddies in high school. Exactly. And then they, they just messed around in like yeah. Eric's mom's attic, I the, think. Yeah, so. right, exactly. And they came out. And literally put on a show, man. Like, they kicked ass, and it was awesome. Uh, they did a great job. We went and seen them after that at Armadillo's in Annapolis. Same thing, you know. Uh, it's oh, wait, just, at Armadillo's, I had, I had yeah, joined the band uh, yes, by that point. you're right. You're and right. Eric was just singing. Yes. But, I wasn't even old enough to get in there, and I was in there. <laughs> yeah. But now, Eric taught me a lot about, like, playing out and, like, how to, you know, adjust volume. Sure. And stuff like that. Yeah, but, that's always the biggest thing. That's, that mm-hmm. was my, yeah, ever since I started playing, that was, I didn't really have much of a, I don't know, a mentor. You see, all just figuring out this shit for yourself. Mm-hmm. Adjusting the volume, man, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Being able to play with dynamics, mm-hmm. not being too loud, but not knowing when to be loud and yeah. when to be quiet. Not having yeah. the room be too low so you can be loud when you want to. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. yeah it's having to deal with room. managers bitching to have you turned down. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I love about Fishhead, though. I mean, it's such a big open space. Yeah. Like, you can really, yeah. I can really wail on my symbols. Yeah. Especially in the summer, you know, yeah. open mm-hmm. everything up. It's yeah. basically just a pavilion outdoors, which we should say, you know, distance, of course. And, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they're, they're definitely going above and beyond with the uh they're probably yeah. going a little further than they need to to they, be honest um, but yeah. they cap the room pretty hard like they yeah. don't let people in once it's you know quote unquote sold out it's obviously sure. at a partial capacity yeah but uh yeah it's you literally can't get in once it's take it, take it off my bucket list say it's played a sold out show. <laughs> right percent oh. capacity yeah. yeah it should be i mean uh i know we got a couple tables going and uh hopefully you know yeah, so it'll, we're, we're it'll, expecting a it'll fill on up. So I yeah, it'll I, be fun. I don't think we'll struggle too much there, but uh, so. hey, a little extra PR never hurt. Oh, no, so. absolutely not. It's also our first Top Dead Center's first time playing since well, we played an outdoor gig last September that got rained out five songs in. So uh, Top Dead right. Center fans haven't really had much to uh, yeah go yeah. off of for a long time, but. Yeah, we put on a little outdoor thing last summer, and we just went nuts with the uh, the tarps and like the canopies and all sure. that. Because it's like the worst thing ever is when you plan an outdoor thing, and it's just like you know it's coming. It, right? ha- yeah. it, it, it happened to us multiple times last summer because the outdoor gig was really the only thing that we were getting away right, with. Exactly, we were booked at Coconuts in Ocean City. Um, oh. You guys got the coconuts gig? Yeah, yeah. I've been trying to get that gig for years. <laughs> yeah, I put in a good word. They're super cool. There. Yeah, dude, they're yeah. really and they're and they're trying to you know they have friends that are locals that play there constantly. Um, yeah, I'm friends with one of their bartenders. Yeah, there. and and basically like they were kind of like, hey man, like we love our friends, but we don't want to hear their set list four times a week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're doing two on the weekends, they're doing two different four hour sets per day. 
Yeah. So there's only so many musicians that you yeah. can play yeah. in Ocean City all summer long. Mm -hmm. So a lot yeah. of them are like regulars. Um, yeah. But last year we were scheduled to play like every last Saturday of the month. Yeah. June, yeah. July, August. There's a good chance that I've seen you then there. We only got one. Mm -hmm. uh, we only got to do yeah. one. Yeah. We... Uh, we did so June. There was a band on live yeah, music. Was um, there was a band on live music, and July we got to got to play. Um, still, like no standing room, no dancing. Like only sit at your table. Ninety minute limit on the table. Yeah. yeah did you guys actually go out uh, in Ocean City last summer? <laughs> we found the we found the one bar that was open that didn't give a shit about. Yeah, we won't name. Bars, yeah. You know, oh whatever, no, no, no. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I don't name one bar, bar, and that'd be secrets. Yeah, and I'm obviously not criticizing their policies or anything, but it was just a wild experience because if you're accustomed to secrets on a normal summer, you know how it goes. It's yeah, dude. And, uh, exactly. And uh, last summer it was like uh, walking through the airport. They, it, I'm not joking. Like it was about the same experience. Like lines for everything and separation everywhere yeah. it was like plastic wow. over everything really and it was like i didn't go in there they I didn't obviously go in had there. metal detectors anyway yeah. now so, yeah i didn't yeah. think about yeah. it nick and i left the uh coconuts gig man and we went to this bar man and once again i won't disclose the location but they didn't give yeah. a fuck we were in there we had a great time and it was like it was the first awesome, breath of fresh man. air we had like because yeah. we were in there and it was like shoulder to shoulder like no problem like yeah. we were yeah. having a good time um but yeah we were we're super stoked we really like um the guys paulie and jeff at uh coconuts they they really take care of us they're more than happy to accommodate and man i mean look we had they understand the reason that it's so hard for them to book out-of-town gigs there is like look man we want out-of-town gigs but like People have to drag all their stuff to Ocean City and then, like... Find places to stay. Yeah, find place. yeah. Exactly. And then if it, if, it, if it rains and then they brought all their stuff down and they stayed the weekend or whatever the night, it, it like, puts a bad taste in their mouth. It's nobody's fault, but, like, they drove all the way down there and then they didn't get paid. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't know. That's a different rabbit hole, I guess, about getting paid or not getting paid. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, goes, yeah, for sure. All I'll say is... Like, I don't know. Ocean City is great when you get a chance to play a gig. But I, I, I will it's say... It's sort of, like, worth the risk. Cause like, I 100% agree with you, but I don't think that other people feel the same and way. I, I fully respect that. Yes. I, yeah. I just I feel like a lot of bands, especially if you have good camaraderie, like, you're going to have a good time. We... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah you know, we went down to like, Ocean City and we ended up... It turned into, you know, just... Yeah. Um, we, I mean, we literally, my beach. like, yeah, you sit out on beach, beach chairs, and you get your acoustics going. And yeah, it's like, well, yeah, it's play, but you know, part-time rock star. Life. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. exactly. But we uh, planned our whole like family vacation around it last year. Not that we like take a family vacation, but that's what it turned into. Yeah. My sister, her brother-in-law came down. My girlfriend yeah. and I, my parents, uh, my aunt, and a friend of hers, and we get rained out. I'm like, uh, but. Everybody understands, but we all had yeah, but we all had a good time. You know exactly. what I mean? Like yeah. nobody was like you know mad about it. The guys at the venue totally understood. It, it, it's just one of those things. I mean, it's uncontrollable. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely talk to uh, the guys at Coconuts for you though. I mean, your kind of music because like we were kind of concerned. Like, God, are they gonna like? Are they gonna want Metallica? 
there and Nirvana there, but people went nuts. And so when, yeah. like, they told us to keep it light, and we kind of we pushed it a little bit. Possibly, possibly could. could. We'll keep it light. Well, you know, like, like, yeah, 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 like, so how I, many times can people hear what I got in Sublime? Yeah, yeah. But, um, they get yeah, so, so when later on in the day. Yeah, you know, exactly. If you're playing at noon when everyone's still hung over mm-hmm. and you're yeah. blasting Metallica, yeah. you might get a couple yeah. funny looks. But if you play it like happy hour when that place is going nuts. We do four, we do four to eight. So we're, yeah, pl- we're playing the Friday, May 21st. At, cruising week. Yeah, it's cruising weekend. Ooh, um, so all the, hot, all the hot riders will be there. Um, nice. And we're playing four to eight. So that's through Coconuts. Buy one, get one happy hour from five to six. Yeah. Yeah. So it's always... It's the craziest happy hour in Ocean City. Or at it, least absolutely. The, at least the most famous one. Yeah, most definitely. It's gotten, kind of gotten out of control, I feel like. Got the line. There's people like, showing up in like limos now. Because like, I've been going to that bar for like 10 years. Yeah. Really? Or, I don't know, not sadly. It's been awesome. Yeah. But uh, that's just kind of another hop um, down there. We got, <laughs> we, we got this flyer made um, for our gig down there just for cruising weekend. Alright, sick. So I sent that over to Jeff. Well, make sure you keep your your mic rolling there. Yeah. But, Jeff uh, Jeff did email me back. Um, oh, I, I saw that. I didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. He just said, uh, you know, thanks for sending it over. So it seems like they're going to post it up on Instagram and Great. stuff like that to hopefully get some promo. Yeah, man. Uh, promote the shit out of it. Like, Yeah. What, what I want you? there to be a line around the block. I don't even want, uh, like, yeah. There, there will be regardless. Yeah, right. There could be nobody playing. Yeah. There's going to be a line. Yeah. But, um. One thing I guess I meant to say in the guitar playing world, man, never underestimate the power of a wah pedal. Like, maybe. <laughs> oh man, you uh, <laughs> you hit a sore spot. All right, but hear me out. Here's a here's a use for it, right? So I had this problem too as a guitar player, and like I was in a Guns N' Roses band uh, for a while too, Ounce yeah. of Pain. Yeah. And like, so we would. Oh, I've uh, seen them. Yeah, I, I don't know if you saw me saw them with me or without me, but regardless, what, um, what year? It would have been at least a year ago, I think. Then maybe uh, we. Saw I was Slash, them. so if you saw a really drunk looking Slash, that, that was me. Although, we saw him at Fishhead the night that we were supposed to see Kiln. Mm, yeah, I mean it was maybe either, it was either me or it was uh, my buddy Andrew. Okay, uh, who's also very drunk usually, but. Uh, <laughs> With a little different stature, so you can kind of tell us apart. But anyway, tell tell me about the wall pedal. So the wall pedal strategy is uh, this: like for instance, we we ran into a problem, you know, booking places where it was like outdoors and happy, and you know, people were just chilling. And like I think we're playing the Sandlot in Baltimore, for instance. Uh, Yeah, I don't know if they're still going to be open or not. It seemed like they were. This year, I think they are. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we're like, we're playing there one time and like, you know, we were kind of blowing the place out a little bit, you know, it was probably like three o'clock on like a Sunday or maybe it was a Saturday. I don't know. But, you know, manager kind of comes up and like, Hey, you guys got anything like a little bit more, I don't know, just chill. And I was like, guys, I got this one. Just keep playing the set. And all I did was dial back the distortion, open up the wah pedal and just kind of turn every song into, into a, a little reggae. bit of a reggae yeah, feel. Yeah, right. All of a sudden, it's like, wanna, 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 yeah. wanna. Like, <laughs> and it worked. It's like a Guns N' Roses <laughs> reggae cover. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it wasn't even that hard. It was just like, and then all of a sudden, the mood kind of changed. And it was oh, like, yeah. it's, a, it's a simple fix, but I like to share it. Yeah, oh, hey, for uh, sure. Uh, Tom, Tom's like, um, you know, he 
is a really super yeah. talented guy. He knows right. like a lot. Of, yeah, of course. Um, but he um, he doesn't really go like crazy heavy on the distortion though. Yeah. So I mean, he so he can like not to get too yeah, technical I, like guitar yeah. nerd talk here. But my, my thing has always been like I started, but, but for buddy will. But I started out with, with a pedal board that has like nine pedals on it, you know, or yeah. even more. And slowly over the years, like, oh man, I never used that. That sounds like shit. That sounds yeah. like shit. And kind of pared it down to like a tuner, a boost, and like that's it. And, like, the same way. and just like a really good guitar and like a plexi amp, and that's about it. And Actually, I don't know. Try one of those uh, fancy beers you got. For doing like a Rage Against the Machine song, I'll throw on like a, a Digitech like Whammy or something for the octave thing, or like yeah. if I have to be Kirk Hammett for fucking 30 seconds or something. <laughs> the <laughs> I'll, cool, I'll break out the one the cool thing um, like about watching Tom play guitar is that like it's the dynamics. So like when I watch him, it's like it's not uh, built off of a pedal board. His sounds are super organic. You know yeah. what I mean? Which is cool. Oh, thanks, that's what I'm going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when like oh, Rather than using a wah or you know something like that, like he's doing like an arpeggio, like you know yeah. what I mean, like and filling in the gaps like that way, which I've never. Se- it, it, it's interesting because like you know in a group like ours who are playing you know some heavy songs, I mean uh, you know you got it, some Metallica, it, yeah, and, it you know, sounds and chains and stuff. Yeah, I mean, but when you hear like when you hear like a Stone Temple Pilot song and like filling in the distortion with like once again like arpeggiated yeah. guitar it's like a different thing that you've never heard before and it's I think it's going to be something that sets us apart from other like cover groups is like wow that guy like really stepped outside the box and did something like yeah. different which is which was interesting and I'd never even seen it done yeah, until you. yeah I think yeah. we'll, until I think we'll just go around the table with like lead singer problems guitar problems uh, yeah yeah problems. sure no let's just I, me for more for that Cody what's an arpeggio like when they like 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 uh, if you have a chord and you play like multiple strings to fulfill like the whole chord, oh, you know what I mean? Single notes. Yeah, like time. single notes to build the chord. Okay. Bum, yeah. Bum, 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 bum. yeah, it's funny yeah. because I have the same yeah. pedal board strategy now because yeah. of A, losing or uh, pedal board being stolen so many times. <laughs> right. <laughs> I stopped by. Uh, I don't want to. I don't know for sure. <laughs> I can't say. Someone accidentally <laughs> took it home at a gig. Yeah, right? let's just say I'll I'll uh, keep it open ended, <laughs> but uh, it might have gone missing at least once or twice. So yeah. I stopped buying fancy pedals yeah. altogether, and I just buy the cheapest, dirtiest pedals out of the bottom of the bin as yeah. long as yeah. they work. Yeah, well, and I, don't I have know, three of them every time, so I can replace them. Yeah, I can go to any music it's store. Been tri- it's been trial and error, but all yeah. of my favorite tones i look back and i'm like you know what it's a guy plugging a really good guitar and a really good amp turning it up to 10 right that's all it is right you know there's maybe one little effect here or there but rarely you know or it's just you know a little bit of soul coming (laughs) through from the heart yeah Yeah, man there's that too kind of plays into it a little bit yeah of course of course yeah yeah, there's got to be that but uh but yeah, I could also talk for days about lead singer problems too. The only thing I guess I I can't is uh, percussion. So yeah, I mean I've witnessed some percussion problems. Oh yeah, I've had more than my fair share. <laughs> I feel like as long as you can keep something going back there, without yeah. falling off the stool or 
That's yeah. happened before. <laughs> I tried, I tried yeah. to get cocky one time, and when um, at the very end of our set, we usually like to close with uh, "Killin' in the Name of" my Rage Against the Machine, and it's a it's an easy drum beat to play, and everyone's jumping up and down. So I thought it would be fun to you know stand up and really get into it, and like bring my arms above my head. And sh- I used to have long hair, so I used to be able to shake it around, and. Um, so after that part, and it came time to go to the inn, I went to sit back down, and I actually, actually sat down too close and fell into the drums. So <laughs> thankfully, I didn't fall back and completely lose the beat. But it just sounded like, a yeah. But right on. yeah, so that's that only happened once though. Just a consistent drummer problems having to carry all that shit with you. Yeah, for all those lead singers out there. Yeah. One thing that uh, the drummers love is a little help. <laughs> yeah. But, but, yeah, no, but we have I, hopefully you guys don't have the LSD problem, you know, the lead singer's disease. Uh, uh, it, well, we have yeah. a different LSD problem. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, I've, like, made it my, like, like because, I, you know, I'm a shitty guitar player. Like, I'll, you know, pick up my guitar at home and, like, you know, play songs and stuff like that. But, like... I'm by no means, like, stage ready. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I like to focus on singing, but I've really tried my best to, like, eliminate the lead singer, like, stigma. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, Jesus Christ, this guy is only a singer. You know what I mean? Like, great. You know what I mean? Like, he's probably a diva. You know what I mean? Like, and, you know, it's there's so many instances where that is, like, so true. So I... Like, try to combat that like as best yeah. as possible. I feel like to defend lead singers, it's kind of like you want all the craziness and ego and personality for the stage. It's just like when you're a band member, when all of that translates to regular everything. life. Yes. Yeah. Like just band practice or yeah. general stuff. Then it's well, like, man, you uh, know, we're not on stage right now, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you know. And just, like, this group of guys, man, it's really nice because there is no drama. And I think that it's because, like, none of us are trying to, like, get rich or, like, get signed or... Obviously, those things would be great. If it happens, great. Right. You know, we're not not banking on it. Right, but... Just having fun. We're, like... I don't know. It, we just we all have the same agenda, and I think that's really what it comes down to. At the end of the day, is like if you got four guys whose their heads are all in different places, obviously you guys are gonna clash. Mm-hmm. But like when it's just a matter of like getting together and playing your shit, like mm-hmm. then it's much much easier. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that we all like to you know hang out and are friends outside and like to go grab a beer every now and then i mean yeah. it's not just a business relationship right yeah those never do seem to last it's always like it's got to be friendships first and, there's 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 like, a there's enough business you know. there to make it like what tom's talking about like hey this is a serious rock band like there's yeah. some structure you know what i mean like these guys like treat it like a business but also it's laid back enough yeah. to be like oh, oh yeah. man if you don't like practice I mean, your like, part we're gonna break your knuckles at practice yeah, you know it's what it's I mean? pride in what we do I mean, yeah. just for our own pride's sake it, exactly yeah. exactly but yeah you want to put on a good show but uh yeah I like it 
I can already tell you guys have like some intensity to you. You know, I mean, I, I love my hippie bands too. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, right. Don't really fit the jam band mold. Sit back and jam. Yeah. It's on two chords. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like. I, for the crowd out there, it's yeah. probably not what to expect. <laughs> That's really. fun to do every once right. in a while yeah. in practice, but I mean, you yeah. can't really make yeah. a whole act out of that. He, well, people Most have. Gets naked or well, yeah, right. I mean, yeah. Well, <laughs> people have, but it takes a special, yeah, special breed. Not everybody you know? yeah. It takes a special audience. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, right. Certain audiences love that stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. A good, a good outdoor summer day, you know. Yeah. Sure, I'll go see like, the Almond Brothers. Yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah. my dad, like, my dad tells stories about like seeing the Almond Brothers. Like when he was like, he was like, dude, he's like, I love the Almond Brothers. He's like, but they played seven songs over the course of three hours. He was like, there's only so much like, you know, Dickie well, Betts guitar I, mean, I can hear. Like, yeah. I mean, at least seventy percent of the crowd is tripping on right. something. Tripping. Yeah, they right. Barely noticed that the show. Yeah. Even uh, probably stopped. I think difference between listening to records of those bands too versus experiencing them in person. I feel like there's definitely bands where you don't really get them oh, unless yeah, you for, see them in person. Sure. Yeah, you just yeah. can't be replicated over. I felt like that when I went to go see um, Frank Zappa's son. Oh, and Get Out. Zappa. That's awesome. Really? Yeah. Where'd you see him? Uh, at um, Rams Head. Yeah, Rams Head Live. Yeah. Rams Head Live. Yeah, yeah not in Annapolis. Yeah, the one in Baltimore. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you know, a lot of his stuff is just bizarre. But then you see them. Do it in person. It's like, oh, I get I, it. Now. I get it. Yeah, there's yeah. not just some crazy effect they're doing. In yeah, the studio. no, these are really, really good musicians doing their thing. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. The older I get, the more like I become like a senior Zappa fan. Yeah, just like oh. he's got some funny shit too. I know. But uh, but you had the, but I mean, so many people respected that guy, and I haven't done you know enough research because for me, I'm like, I don't get it. You know, I think you yeah. just got to watch the documentary. Yeah, because he has the aura of being a hippie or in a hippie jam band, sort of. But then when you actually hear him talk, he actually but that. he has the spirit yeah. of a composer, yeah. and not only that, but he's like kind of militant. Yeah, really, like he's very focused. And uh, I think even more unknown fact is he didn't let people in the band do drugs. Yeah, that's wow. true. Or at least he was pretty on top of them about it. Yeah, yeah sure. Like, totally true. Well, did you watch that Echo in the Canyon documentary? Yeah, yeah. Some of it. I watched the Zappa documentary. Though. Really, really cool. They lightly touched on Zappa, but yeah. I think they only lightly touched on him if that is the case. Now it makes sense because, like, the other people that they were talking about, like... You know, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and like uh, Brian Wilson, and you know all of those guys. Yeah. They were all like heavy, like into like psychedelics and shit like yeah. that. So if Zappa wasn't into that, then yeah, he, he wasn't was, like running in the same crowds as them. And I think he's older than them guys too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I always got that uh, thrown against him, sort of, but it was super ironic because he had the mind of basically an astrophysicist yeah sure and not only that he was like the ambassador i think of maybe the czech republic the american yeah. ambassador in the in the american senate or something. are you serious that's that. crazy i've never seen like, him testify before congress I think. yeah so he also yeah. did that against pmrc back in the day with the judas priest trials and all that wow he yeah. was basically a part-time yeah. politician yeah i saw um, judas priest well rob halford and his band yeah. uh at the anthem like two years ago yeah. and How it was fucking good yeah yeah, yeah. he's gotta be pushing 70, he's got to be. at least yeah. he's got to be yeah 
Yeah. But hey, if Ozzy can sing, then I I saw Black Sabbath also at Jiffy Lube um, on the end tour. Black Sabbath is like one of my favorite like of all time. Like Black Sabbath. Yeah. 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 What would you say your favorite live concert you've ever seen is? Put me on the spot. Yeah. Uh, man, I don't know. Like, I guess I sort of rate them by like the degree of violence in the mosh pit. But, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Not literally that. <laughs> but yeah. but well, no. Um, I mean, I mean, that can take into account the whole atmosphere too. I mean, yeah. It's like, like, which a, one you had the best time at? I know. Like a blur of shows immediately go through my mind, but I feel like so many good ones at like like punk rock shows at the Auto Bar over the years. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Um, like, you know, one of my all-time favorite bands, uh, Municipal Waste from uh, Richmond. I've heard of them. Uh, incidentally, my buddy interviewed them before the show. This is way before I ever did any podcasting crap. And uh, we were hanging out backstage just drinking beers. And uh, Ryan, the guitar player, had this brand new, crazy-looking fucking guitar. And so he's showing us that shit. And anyway, the reason I love that band is because they're the only band that I know of that brings boogie boards to the show. And it's oh, totally normal to just boogie board across the crowd. Yeah. It's like encouraged. Maybe yeah. not. I mean, I hope That's so is. much better than crowds. I mean, you got people yeah. grabbing your ass and like your yeah. wallet falls out. Yeah, like, right. So, like, That's a great idea. So, like, I like the that. band and fans of the band just bring boogie boards to the show and crowd surf on. Dude, that's right. I've never seen any other band. Well, next time that. they allow um, standing room at Fishhead. <laughs> <laughs> I got a few in my basement. Um, I'll knock the sand off them. Favorite shows go like hand in hand with like the venue and like exactly. I think nine thirty sometimes. Yeah, when I think about not the band. any time that I've been to nine thirty club, it's like that's the baddest place on earth. And yeah. like you can just tell that the people that are playing there know it. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like they, what, they try to put on a good show. Like when they play when when groups play nine thirty, they're like, dude, we are playing nine thirty club. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I seen Portugal the man there. I seen the neighborhood there. I seen JJ Gray and Mofro, and every show was escalated by like so many just because it was there. Yeah. Like it's such a it's such a small I got crowd. Chills, too, like, they're like just <laughs> thinking about the show. You know what I mean? Like any yeah. show there. I mean, it's such a small area. You're like right up there. I actually high fived Rob Zombie there, dude. That's <laughs> and, so and, and, and so in the the um, the little upper level. Yeah. his wife was up there dude she's even hotter in person oh so, really oh my god she's yeah dude, dude that's so cool and it's yeah, like, and it just bro, good for you <laughs> dude i mean like you know i always use this analogy because like this is just like my age like when you go in nine thirty club like i'm like dude we're like in guitar hero 2 right now like you know what <laughs> oh, i mean yeah, yeah. like yeah. it just feels like somebody's gonna come out playing like an sg with like a mohawk you know what i mean you're like this is a rock bar you yeah. know what i mean like i love there's not it many there. of them around anymore no it well, yeah, I mean, this actually brings me kind of to a subject that I wanted to bring up in that, you know, this is obviously kind of Baltimore, DMV sort of based, and we're fortunate to still have some good bars in Baltimore, yeah. like the Auto Bar, Sidebar, Metro, whoever, that are still kind of raunchy, still kind of gritty, mm-hmm. and, you know, nasty in a good way, I hope. Yeah, yeah but, uh, absolutely. But, like, I guess I got the vibe that you guys are transplants a little bit, maybe. Am I yeah. off? or well, am I am. No, I mean I I live in um, Crofton, so pretty. Yeah, I didn't get that local. vibe from you. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm a. <laughs> these two, I'm, I'm like, I local. Uh, I'm 
I live in Crownsville, just outside Annapolis, born and raised. Oh, okay. So you yep. are local. Yeah. Yeah, I'm local. Local. Okay. Um, but where I live is weird, man. Like, it's not it, – it's like it, – it's like as rural as you can get without, like, being, like, in, in Southern Maryland, yeah. you know? Yeah. I'm a Marylander, so I'm yeah. familiar. Yeah, yeah. So idea. it's an interesting place. Um, yeah. you know, it's a cool place. Yeah, my yeah. – but people my, from Crownsville, they're not allowed to leave Crownsville. They only <laughs> associate... It's with, a miracle I'm here. Yeah. They only associate yeah. with other Crownsville people. Crownsville they all, they, Yeah, that's... <laughs> they, only, they only go to Ramshead Roadhouse and uh, Harold Harbor Hideaway. Hideaway. It's and the only Lures. places... And, and Lures, yeah. yeah. Lures is where you go out for dinner on your birthday. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm from uh, New Jersey. I just came down okay. to Baltimore for college in 2009, okay. so... What'd you study, man? Uh, neuroscience, actually. No shit. Brain science, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Now I'm uh, in grad school for public health. Right on. Yeah. I have a couple book recommendations for you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll get to that at some point, Sounds maybe. Sounds good. But we Sounds don't want to bore people to death <laughs> yeah. with uh, fancy talk. So you guys can talk about guitar pedals and yeah. neuroscience yeah. on your own. Yeah. Primarily, I'm a paramedic for the, uh, for the fire department. Oh, cool. So, cool. Oh, okay. um, it's kind of my thing. Nice. I, uh, these days, I guess I can say I'm a frontline healthcare worker, as yeah. it were. Nice. So, Very essential. Yeah. No, that's that's um, exciting though, man. I sit in front of a computer all freaking day in my in my pajama pants on my couch writing. That's yeah, I mean, I can't say though that part of me is envious, yeah. and uh, I may steer my career <laughs> occupationally yeah. that direction at Rest some point. My yeah. uh, my brother-in-law. Um, is a paramedic for Queen Anne's County. Yeah. Um, career guy. I mean, he's you know yeah. been doing it a long time, and it's a different world, man. Like you know the stories that he tells, the lifestyle that he leads, the hours, the yeah, twenty four hour shifts. A lot of it's just the hours. Yeah. I think you live in this weird dichotomy of like you're uh, fully on when you're at work and it's a marathon shift, you know, 24, yeah. 36 hours, whatever it is. Yeah, wow. But then when you're off, like, you're off. Yeah. So, like, literally off. Like, I mean, I know a lot of people, you know, when they say they're off, they say they check their emails or they got to mm. kind of be on that's, call a little me. bit or they got to <clears throat> do this or do that and they're a little on edge maybe about it. And, you know, I just... I do it. You You're know, off. I'm like, yeah, all right. So I can pursue the things that you know. Yeah. I. Uh, You're like, even if you see some guy like bleed in the street, like <laughs> I'm off. <laughs> I'm off. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, have Four to, hours uh, till I'm on again. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hey man, you think you can hold out? <laughs> yeah, slap a tourniquet on it, you'll be all right. You know? <laughs> but. No, that's cool. Yeah. We have a. I think that we all have maintained a pretty good balance. Like. Uh, we don't talk about work at band practice because that is like the release. You know what I mean? That is yeah. the – that's what you do to decompress. And I think that it's very important for, you know, anybody to have that decompression zone in their life so that you don't like unravel and lose your fucking mind. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I mean like, like for me to go a little more in depth is just kind of like you know, I had to kind of put the music to aside a little bit. It wasn't super conscious. I mean, I did want to find a way to have some kind of job where I make money. Yeah. And, you know, got other interests and stuff. But ultimately, it's just kind of like, 
music is a lot of in a lot of ways this thing like drives me on a day-to-day basis yes. even if i don't pick up it's an expensive it's an expensive hobby though it is and it isn't it kind of depends how much you want to do with it that's for me true. i guess it's the creative side that ultimately drives me mm-hmm. you know it's just kind of like, like I a, a song idea kicking around I don't need to pick up a guitar, and I can be at work, and I can be busy, but I can be, like, kind of thinking about it, and then that'll, like, keep me motivated to, right. like, the next month or the next week, whatever, when we're doing a studio session, and I'll be like, all right, that pulled me through, so now I'm, like, ready, you know, and I get this chance to, like, build something out. And I've never thought of it like, that way, yeah, that's definitely cool. But it's, like, super motivating to me. Or it could just be that we have a cool gig lined up. And right. It's like, you know what, today kind of sucks. But, uh, hey, if we can get through it, then I've uh, got a good weekend lined up. Something to, to look forward to, exactly. And so it's just like a super motivating force mm-hmm. for yeah. me, you know. Well, that's kind of like with us, too. I mean, we, yeah. booked, we booked the Fish Head gig over a month ago, and so that's kind of, you know, giving us a kick in the ass. Like, hey, we need to practice. We need to get this amount of songs down yeah. before they're show ready. So, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely nice to have something on the calendar again. We were just sitting yeah. around yeah. with our... Yeah. I thumbs up our asses as much for as I months. Love music and as much as I love to practice just, you know, on my own, like, have something to practice, to have something to practice for. Right. It's totally different. Yeah, much more productive. I notice my, literally, like, my guitar chops or ability yeah. goes down if I don't have gigs lined up because yeah, it's really. just like... Oh, I, I could screw this up in practice. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah but it, it is like a, a more worker mentality, I guess, when you approach it. Because when you know you got gigs coming up, you're like, you know what? Maybe I will run through this song or this solo right. or this thing and kind of work on this. Uh, you know, in yeah. the guitar world, there's scales and shit. So yeah. maybe run through those a little yeah. bit, try to get my picking going. Yeah, yeah. there's definitely and, a lot uh, of muscle memory Yeah, and, and, and any part of it, whether it's vocal exercises, you know, your yeah. rudiments on drums. Yeah, well, I, I, had like, to, I had to buy an electronic drum kit just because, um, yeah. you know, I live in a townhouse. I can't really, you know, bring my kit out. Yeah. And um, I have a, an old um, spare kit, the one I learned to play on at our bassist's house, but I had to yeah. pick up an electronic one just to, I mean, it helps learning new songs, too, and yeah. just staying fresh, so made a huge difference yeah it's motivating because when you don't have anything lined up you might be more inclined to be like eh, maybe i'll pick up the guitar yeah but maybe i'll just kind of strum some chords and kind of yeah. chill out or you practice not, one song on one day and a different one the next day and you never really apply yourself yeah consistently. it's and there's nothing wrong with that no. either but no, it's, it's yeah it's just right. a mentality thing i guess and you do feel i do feel like i get better when i got a lot of gigs going because sure. like you know i can only imagine if you're playing you know, thirty nights on the road. Like, so you talking, probably, talking about like uh, lead, I'll go back to the Nick Ultra. That's cool. Yeah. Lead, lead singer, uh, lead singer uh, problems. Like, this is the first band that I've ever been in where like, got to yeah, <laughs> you got to sing for four hours straight. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, let's talk about some lead singer. That shit, is, man. I'm interested. Yeah, I mean, you know. Uh, I'm, like, a stickler for, like, no, like, I don't like lyrics on stage. You know. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, personally, what I like is cues at most. Yes. It's, it's I feel, like, helpful. Like, if, especially if you know a song that give you fits. 
They're like, you throw some cues up somewhere on the set list. Like, this is the first line of the song. Yeah. To kind of get you I, going. I do get um, to that point. I'm like, if I just knew the first line, yeah, I would be good. Yeah, you know what I mean? We can go into the neuroscience of this probably if we need to. But <laughs> yeah, like, right. It is true. But um, There's nothing worse than when the band's about to kick into like the second verse. And you're like, what the hell is the first line? I know, It's going to be awkward if I don't come in. And sometimes <laughs> you just automatically, you just, yeah. sometimes it just yeah. appears out of nowhere. I do find that too. I have to go into like the Zen moment where I'm like, well, I'm going to say something. Because <laughs> the worst thing you could do is say nothing. So, yeah, right. I'm going to say something and I hope. Sometimes the first verse comes out again. You know what yeah. I mean? Hey, well, whatever. Hey, you, you can always it. default yeah. to, how's everybody doing? Yeah, right. I'm a nickel for every time I'm saying the. Start of the first verse in the second verse and then transitioned into the second verse. Oh, of course. Uh, I just did it at practice the other night. I sang, we did When I Come Around by Green Day. And like, yeah, sang the last portion of the second verse in the first verse. And I'm like, that wasn't it. But nobody else would have known, but I like can't live with it, you know? But yeah, that's that's a big thing for me, Um, you know, you know, we all want to get, you know, all right, we're going to, like, next Saturday, we're all going to get together and we're going to play a full run through. You know what I mean? I'm like, dude, I got to make sure that my voice is, like, where it needs to be. Like, yeah. you know, uh, I never realized until I started singing for hours on end, like, man, your voice is just it's as, hard, yeah, like, it's, yeah. It, you know, you can break, you can break it. Like, you can hurt it. Like The guy from Avenged Sevenfold did that. That's yeah. why they're not doing yeah. much anymore. He had, had to get, like, surgery. Like, he had, like, I think it was, like, blisters on his vocal cords or something yep. like that. Or John like, Mayer had that. Oh, yeah. really? John Mayer had that. Yeah. He couldn't sing for a year. It's weird. Levon right. Leave Helm from the band had it. Um, it's called something that I don't it's like remember. nodules or something like that. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think, um, what's your name? Dell, maybe? Yeah. 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 Oh, I think I remember. Yeah. My uh, favorite indie movie of all time is called uh, Bigger Splash. Okay. And uh, Pretext, that movie is actually about a lead singer who lost her voice. Wow. And uh, I don't know. It goes off into some different areas, but uh, it was interesting. Like, I don't it even... affects her psychology and everything. She likes. Uh, does she start to go crazy? Kind of. Basically, she's just a partier, and so like she kind of uses it as an excuse to be like, "Well, I can't sing anymore, and I'm this famous rock star." So yeah. I was trying to be good and like yeah. be sober and you know maintain relationships, but hey, uh, now I'm gonna go to the Mediterranean and uh, have a little fun. Yeah, and that's just kind of. Movie devolves from there. I like but, uh, never really. Yeah. Sounds sounds interesting. I, I would say that like I've been a singer my whole life. People have asked me before, like, "Oh, how'd you get?" You know, it, singing for me was never like it was when I like picked up a guitar. Like I could tell you, like, "Oh, I picked up a guitar when I was like 15 and I had the yeah. opportunity to like learn how to play guitar in high school, and like I just took it a step further than like most kids that just like." learned how to play smoke on the water and left it alone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, you know, but it also kind of fell off just as quick as it came on for me. Like, and I just remember, I, I never knew that I was like a good singer. You know what I mean? Like, obviously when you're a kid, your parents are like, Oh yeah, your voice sounds yeah. good. And your grandma's like, yeah. whatever, like telling you you're good. Like yeah. I just rem like, I remember remembering lyrics like on purpose you know what i mean for n absolutely no reason when i was like eight years old 
You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. I had no reason to remember why songs said what they said, but, like, I thought that it was my, uh, like, my duty to do so. Like, yeah. you know, so being a singer was interesting because it was like... What kind of stuff were you listening to when you were eight? Red Hot. Red Hot. Yeah, Red Hot yeah. Chili Peppers. Oh, okay. My, my parents remember singing... Good taste me. for an eight-year-old. Back, back my, my parents are... You know, their parents were music people. You know, my... My grandmother and grandfather were like Motown fanatics, but my dad's parents were like coal miners' daughters. So like they're yeah. like bluegrass fanatics. So like me, I'm like this commonplace for like you know black blues and like hillbilly music. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's everyone's like showing you different. Yeah. So you know, but when I was growing up, my parents were just basically like listening to what was on the radio: Stone Temple Pilots, Red Hot Chili Peppers, you know, all that stuff. Um, and like my parents have this story, like, dude, like we remember you were literally like four years old in the backseat of the car, like singing the Zephyr song, like <laughs> by Red Hot Chili Peppers, like you know, just we're like. How do you know that song? Like, I've just been listening to it on the radio the yeah. same way y'all have. You know what I mean? I feel like this is the time to do ages now a little bit. Okay. <laughs> because yeah, boy. When you, well, we don't have I'm to. The, I'm, the, I'm, just, the, I'm the old man here. But yeah, when you said you were four, listening to Zephyr songs, like, I, I, I song? distinctively yeah. remember that coming out. Yeah. Like, I'm, 20, I'm 27. That was the same. Okay, yeah, we're all about the same age. Yeah. That was the I, same time. Like, it came out on the same old. album as, like, Can't Stop. I think Zephyr Song came out. No, no way little, later than that. Yeah, really? I think that was one of the yeah. older ones. I mean, Zephyr Song was on, By the Way, which came out in 93. No, 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 I came out later than that. 2000, I think. Oh, yeah, 2001, I think. Okay, there you go. Well, well I just bought it, what? so yeah, I just bought the vinyl for it. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. that's tight. By the way, oh, you collect my... vinyl too? A little bit, yeah. I ju- I just got a record player, and I'm oh, cool. trying to slowly start building. Yeah, the, I just bought, uh, collection. Um, I just bought that, and I bought. You ever hear? Oh, not the Zephyr song. Aeroplane is what I'm thinking. Oh, oh okay, okay. That that lines up more chronologically. That's what I was like. Are you? Did you just turn twenty one or something? <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you going to get in trouble for hosting him here uh, with yeah, uh, right. serving him alcohol? I an ID, guys. So <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but no, I'm thirty three, so I think I'm the oldest. Uh, I'm the oldest one here. Oh, okay. I'm, I'll be thirty on our band's next gig. May eighth. May May eighth. I'll be thirty. Yeah. Get out. My birthday's May sixth. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. So we you know what that means we got we got to party yeah. extra hard. Yeah. yeah. There has well, to be some shots taken. That's your birthday. October 13th. Right, so I was actually born on a Friday the 13th. Three, That's tight. Yeah. Three Geminis are going to gang up on you here in yeah. a second. Wait, so when, when's your birthday? Wait, I'm actually a Taurus. I'm a Taurus. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know my shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I was like a man. It's like Gemini. Shit, but, uh, when's your birthday? May 30. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So. Cool. Yeah, we'll have to... Maybe that guy Skip will show up and buy us a round of shots. <laughs> man. There's this guy. He's like the biggest... He's at every... He's at every local rock show. The nicest guy. You'll ever yeah. meet. He and his wife always show up. They, you know, they're standing as close as you can get. They're rocking out the whole time. They always buy us uh, B fifty two shots. B fifty twos. They're like Bailey's and Gramignet. Yeah. And, and what else is in there? Something else. It tastes but, like it tastes like freaking candy. Yeah, it's good yeah. shit. Every show, but yeah, no, they just love music. They've come out to see us at Fishhead before. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're cool people. Yeah, Tom, you haven't met a lot of our regular 
Fans. Hooligans. Top Dead Center Top Dead Center has a small but very devoted following. Really? Yes. yes. All right. Yes. Can't Interesting wait. folks. Um, cool people. Yep. Yeah, you can't choose your fans, man. But yeah. they choose you. <laughs> That's right. So gotta give yep. them what they want. Exactly. Can't pick your friends, can't pick your friends' noses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's this one guy I always call I give him a shout out, Reggae Rob, like he's just at every reggae rock show. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, around here. It's just funny I always run into him and but yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah. Um, Dude. Yeah, it's funny because, like, I, the reason I started the podcast was because uh, Howie is the singer of Ballyhoo, and he has got his own, and uh, it's called from Tales from the Green Room. But um, I don't know. It's a good little uh, insight into just touring or, or whatever. Sure. And uh, he's a pretty outgoing person. Yeah. Very straightforward. But he was just like, you know, start a podcast. It might be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, Ballyhoo, like they're on the radio and everything. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're, and, uh, they're as famous as you can be without being famous. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so it sounds that, like a good place to be. Yeah, yeah. like Probably they can still go grocery shopping, and no one's right. going to hassle them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's. But they're still, you know, killing it and selling places out. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen them before? No, I haven't. I saw them at Union Jacks one time, the one that just closed in Annapolis. Oh, man, yeah. They're a really, really freaking good band. Yeah, that was a cool place to see shows, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we played there We played there once years ago. But yeah, it sucks it shut down. But I wonder what they're going to put there. Nothing that's ever been in that spot has ever lasted. Union Jacks was like the longest thing that ever lasted. They were there for like eight years, man. I feel bad for yeah. them. Cause, well, every other time they had stuff there, they didn't really have like live music either right they like turn it into that spot yeah I think Union Jacks just has that focus I wonder how lucrative like that actually is though you know what I mean like I went there and seen Uncle Cracker because it was 20 bucks I was like (laughs) yeah dude I'll go down here and (laughs) sing follow me loud as hell like uh, and it depends on the band yeah uh, on average yeah I always call them mid-level bands, which is kind of funny because to yeah. me they're massive, right? You know, full-time rock stars, as it were. Sure. But they're like you said, they're not nationally famous necessarily. Right. But uh, it's a I don't know somewhere in the neighborhood of ten grand is their asking price. Yeah, give or take five, right. ten grand, something like Nothing that. Nothing to sneeze at. Not bad for um, a night's work. Right. Exactly. Overall. Uncle Cracker so. came out, and he was and he probably fucked asked even up. more. Yeah. Right. Easily. So homeboy was hammered yeah. <laughs> up there doing his thing and I was like he's getting paid fucking you know what I mean like yeah the whole time he's thinking shit I used to do stadiums yeah I feel like that <laughs> yeah. is the struggle oftentimes for those guys who did you know yeah make it mm-hmm. big so to speak they had the taste there's exactly. a famous there's a yeah. famous Kid Rock video of him doing ball with the ball. Oh, I forgot he used to tour with Uncle Kid Cra- Rock. And Uncle yeah. Cracker was DJing the show. <laughs> and they had this black oh, chick drummer who yeah. was a badass yeah, she, with yeah, dreads. She, I think she's still his drummer uh, oh, as yeah, far as I yeah. know. Um, was Josie in the video? Yes. Oh, love that guy. Yeah. Rest and, in peace, Josie. Yeah, and it was just, you know, it, it was like one of those deals. I was like, dude, I see this video like, in from like 99 and they're like he comes out with like the like minks on and the kangle and like the whole nine yards and i'm like i just saw this guy at union jacks like (laughs) crazy man like that's what's kind of funny ultimately about the music 
business, okay. if you will. It's just like you can be kicked down a notch in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? do, do you guys remember that band Trapped? They had that song yeah. Headstrong. Yeah. They played at Fishhead like a couple of years ago. Oh, I remember that. I yeah. remember that. They played all that, and I was surprised to hear all that remains played there. Really? I, I couldn't yeah. go because I had, a, I had a gig somewhere that night, but. Shit, man, they're yeah. a good yeah. band. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's. I mean, but that's cool though. Like, that's the kind of draw. It's cool that they're able to get that. It's it's a it's it's like a it's a good thing for Fishhead. It's like, man, these guys like got the draw. Like, if they, if there's a local band coming around or somebody that's playing clubs, you know what I mean? Like, that's who they're calling. You know. Mm-hmm. I think Autobar is some pretty decent bands. Autobar does. Autobar does. I, think they have, I haven't been there in a long time. Didn't they have like Scott Weiland a couple years before he died or something? Man, like I didn't that? know that. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. badass. Yeah, like a while ago maybe. I know that they got Rolling Rock cans, which is badass. <laughs> did you guys ever play there? No, we never did at Auto Bar. I I tried to get us in there, yeah. but we um, that was um, jeez, probably three years ago, maybe. Yeah. So we a, we were kind of just starting out. I got kicked out of there with a fake ID one time. <laughs> As many before you, and many yeah. after you. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it's a tough cookie to crack. Um, but I can safely say, like. The best, at least original show I've ever had was there. That's for cool. sure. That's like, cool. I feel like they for like I feel like they uh, are more of the like all original type deal. Yeah, for sure. You're yeah. not gonna walk in there and really play a lot of covers. It's yeah. just not what yeah. it's geared for. I went to and, Battle of Bands at uh, one time and saw some good bands, man. Like I couldn't tell you who any of them were, mm-hmm. but I was happy with them. I was like, man, this is cool. Like these are young dudes. Like yeah. you see bands that you're not gonna go see at the bar in Annapolis. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like. They're just they're yeah. doing it for a different reason, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. Like I uh, oscillate kind of between both worlds again. Like you know, like between the cover and original thing, depending what I'm doing. I always like having an original thing uh, to keep going, just because, yeah. like I said, it kind of keeps me motivated, and it's like a project basically. Right. But I mean, you could never substitute for like just a great cover game. Yeah, because yeah. like if I remember correctly, your guys set. Was like fifty fifty. Yeah, and still, still mostly like if we're gonna play live, like I don't know, like what we'll do probably fish head is probably thirty like percent cover, you know, seventy percent original, just because the catalog's starting to grow, and I've been yeah. fortunate enough to still playing with uh, guys that I know. I still very much call it a mercenary band. <laughs> I uh, I would like to say that there are certain people that are regulars. Well, I guess they are regulars. But I don't know. They also play in different bands, and yeah, sure. Uh, we're all, we're just incestuous, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. is like none of us really can seem to nail down a thing for the most part. But uh, at the same time, some of us have like an original thing going. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Did you know any of my buddies that played that band, The Little Heavies? Uh, I don't think so, but I could certainly give them a follow or a shout out. They or... no, they um, they're they don't play anymore. But they were probably once again like, kind of like an original like you know and covers like, uh, they they were so cool, man. Like uh, they just had a good a good sound. Um, I really like to see them play. Yeah. They they played at Malloy's and they played they played Jailhouse by Sublime and like I had never seen anybody play that live before and I was like 
what a random song to pull out and it sounded awesome like yeah. you know just a cool group that you know i wish was still around really yeah i mean uh one of the things i wanted to say you know definitely on mic and obviously we can hang out and all that stuff whether mics are on or off is uh lead singer wise and I, I guess i mean like sort of front man wise whether you're cover or original like i don't know it's a, a little soapbox topic i have but like the more you include the crowd the more you embrace it and the more storytelling that you do uh i feel like is to me as an audience member i just i don't know that's the thing i look for yeah and uh, you know i um once again i only played five or six shows with top dead center like last uh last year and like i was still like getting my bearings but like yeah. now i know the guys better like you know uh i think i'm gonna have a better opportunity to do some stuff like that and engage the crowd because yeah. like last year i was like oh, i just got to go out here and make sure i do my job and do it well like yeah so like to me it really is uh like the music secondary which sounds kind of weird to say maybe when you're in a rock band but it's just like if you can uh get your story across right if you can get your thoughts across your feeling it almost doesn't matter like yeah. whether you're playing originals or covers or whatever and uh you know, maybe it's a little arguably more important if you're playing originals because at that point you're really trying to like make under people understand what you're going for. Yeah. 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 So like a little tidbit before song, I feel like just goes miles. Yeah, you're for sure. And I'm not as good as that as I could be. Um, you know, and I think that that is something that I'll take away from this conversation right now. Like, you know, I do need to address the crowd more because like, you know, the next, the song that we're about to play, you've already heard a million times. Right. What is going to be different about the time that you hear it when we play it rather than when you heard it, you know? Different or, again, talking, you know, sort of front man to front man is like, what does it mean to you? Sure. Personally. Sure. Like, you know, I love throwing covers in the set if I'm the one singing. And, uh, like, I, I don't know. I just like telling a little story about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, right? for sure. You know, like. I feel like I could have written, wrote this song or something. So, yeah, you know, exactly. Oh, yeah, this... get into it for that reason. Yeah, I like and, that. It's and cool. then if I did write the song, then obviously I, I do want to kind of give the crowd a bone Yeah, that way too. Because it's like, hey, you know, I don't expect you to necessarily care, but we're all here and we're all having try and have fun so right you know like i'm the one up here on the stage you're not yeah. so you're gonna listen to me uh, on the mic yeah <laughs> i've heard more as a conversation it's like yeah maybe you just got to deal with me or something but yeah, like, right it's like a stand-up comic mentality and Almost that's something than, that i've uh, like tried to music. touch on yeah like, and i think i'm gonna try to like obviously please don't get me wrong i'm not gonna like start like cracking jokes in the middle of our set but <laughs> i almost want to start treating it more like a bit you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. we're playing a show like there should be some banter you know yeah. like in between songs oh, and stuff like that cody okay here's one yeah. make, make a make a more cowbell joke before our mississippi queen cover right exactly like you know just something like, stupid like that i mean yeah, but it's like it's, it's funny yeah kind of engage with people. people you know what i mean it's easy to like hear a band play song after song after song and like disengage yeah so again like i'm still kind of like a reluctant front man because i really just write songs so I have something to play guitar over yeah but um like I feel like the hardest muscle to exercise is the front man muscle because like you know you can practice guitar 
all day long. You practice drums, but oh, or bass. You know, never forget the bass is always forgotten. Sorry, but, uh, <laughs> not even here today. Yeah, because <laughs> he forgot. Literally forgot. <laughs> Sorry, man. But um, but yeah, like the hardest thing to to kind of exercise and get better at if you're not playing shows is is that like the the crowd and the entertainment mentality because yeah I think some like inter- some musicians treat the word entertainment or entertainer as like a pejorative like it's a bad word like I'm not an entertainer I'm a musician you know I work sure hard. sure sure and I fully appreciate and understand that but it's also like if you're the dude singing or the girl singing like I don't know I mean I, I feel like the onus is a little bit more on you to kind of just go hey this isn't really that serious. Let's just kind of... Especially the I'm the same you way. Know, like, yeah. let's relax, have fun, yeah. and, like, if you're going to toss a couple jokes at me, like, you know, I'll give them right back, you know, and, like... I am... Like, I'm the opposite. So, like, I know that mentality of people who are like, oh, I'm not a, I'm not just an entertainer. I'm a musician. Well, well if that's, that's the case, then don't play live shows. Exactly, exactly. But I'm the opposite. For me... I'm not the best singer of all time. I don't know. I think you, know, you are, Cody. <laughs> thanks, man. Uh, but how, you know, on that same subject, is like how many great entertainers are there who aren't great singers? Dave Grohl is not the best singer of all time. But no. you go to a Foo Fighters show and it's going to be the most fun you've ever had in your entire life because he yeah. is going to karate kick you and yeah. chop you in the yeah. neck yeah. and like make you feel like you're at the Foo Fighters yeah, show. I, I could say the same thing about every Rob Zombie zombie concert right, i've ever been to it's right like, you know his the stuff he records that was on the radio yeah it's nice i like it yeah but it's it's a whole it's a bit it's a whole party alice, alice cooper yeah you know what i mean yeah. like they're putting on so for me that's what i'm there for it's is to mutual, make these people have a good time it's not mutually exclusive by any means like i just saw oh yeah that's i mean that, that's yeah. true too yeah and by the way how do you feel about leads hearts <laughs> I'm trying to quit now. Okay. Yeah, man. We're gonna have to do another uh, month without alcohol before we can fit into. Uh... <laughs> right. Exactly. Dude, nobody did it better than that guy, <laughs> Freddie Mercury. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. Um. But yeah, I mean, once again, like I'd get up there and try to do my job as best as possible. But my overall yeah. job is to make sure that everybody that's there is engaged. And having a good time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's just hard. I feel like as a front man in particular, because it's like you work hard to kind of get the set together, be ready, know your words, not be too drunk or something. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and and yet, like, be able when the moment comes to kind of relax and yeah. just kind of go like, all right. Well, you got you know? to let look. Like, if if you're if you look like you're not comfortable. Right. Nobody in the crowd is going to trust you you to take them through the path of where your set list is going. You know what I mean? And you oftentimes represent the rest of the band, too. Exactly. Exactly. Like, like, um, yeah, and a, um, you know, the bass or the guitar, even the drums, I just, like, choked on my beer for a second. (laughs) I I did earlier. (laughs) But, you know, you can kind of gloss over mistakes that happen with that but the singer you know no, not to put any extra pressure yeah, on you right. but it's, it's it's hard to 
mask a, a singer. It is pressure, but that's why, you know, the singers got the ego and they want it. They want to be up right. there and have the, got, the attention. They, so, you know. They have a lot of, they have a lot more risk, but they have a lot more reward too, because what do people remember? They remember the guy oh, no, up there. They remember the drummer man. Well, just let's say, talk I mean, about like Tommy Lee here for sure. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. If you if yeah. you break rhythm everyone's going to feel it immediately. Yeah, that is true. People don't know... And, and, if you, when and you like drop the, a drumstick, yeah. that's embarrassing. Yeah, it's just like, ooh, what was that? That's what happened that? to people Tom don't, People don't know. you got to expect oh, yeah. that everybody knows nothing about music, but the thing is, like, the, if the rhythm breaks, like, yeah, they, don't, they don't realize why. Yeah. They just know that it didn't sound awesome. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. um, but, you know, being, like out front and being there it you know it's super important to me like even if i do screw something up to make everybody realize that like hey man like i'm just the same as one of y'all you know what i mean like nobody cares right we're all here having a good time oh dude totally missed that verse but it's all good we're all having a great time hey motherfucker you came in here for free yeah right exactly yeah right what do you expect yeah no, not a fish head though. Yeah. Right. A, you gotta be on your that's a, yeah, there, there's extra extra pressure. These people people are paying to come see us. Yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say we could uh, sort of wind it down and take a break or whatever because whatever you want to um, do. Yeah, yeah I'm I I'm got not, nothing to do tonight. So yeah. now no, just chill tonight. But uh, I think a fart would liven it up a little bit. Yeah. No, I mean mostly like I don't know. I keep these things generally speaking around an hour ish cool but obviously you guys took the effort to come hang out and show up which you know means a lot we yeah, appreciate so. you yeah man so, absolutely cool now, this is fun this is brand new for us yeah yeah so yeah dude um really i feel like just kind of winding it down probably yeah. be cool like i don't know sure get especially like 10 minutes or something talk about like usually i feel like especially if you think someone might listen to this that you know then uh, well, you know, it, a couple it, little shout-outs never hurt. Okay. Like, if uh, you if you send us that link, we'll put it oh, out yeah. there. And, uh, we um, can talk about aliens or conspiracy theories if you want. Yeah. Or <laughs> we could just talk about, like, I don't know, just, like, people you think might show up, they might get a kick out of it if they do listen to it. They might be like, oh, hey, you gave me a, a little mention. But if we got to talk about Joey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nothing, I, I'm going to have to do my best to not be mean yeah I mean, you, you guys have done pretty good so far i think you got a, a couple honorable mentions yeah there, yeah yeah for sure I tried to, um, uh tried to my friends are real people. cool they always like you know uh supported everything that you know that i do um but you know my my buddy eric um like is a very like He's not a musician, which is a really cool standpoint, but he loves music. You Wait, know was what I mean? he the guy who was at um, the bar in Ocean City with us for yes. the after? Yes, I always yeah. forget his freaking name, but he's yeah. the nicest dude. Yeah, he's the coolest dude ever. He's got really good taste in music, and like, I appreciate the fuck out of him because he's like not going to be like – he's not afraid to be like, hey, man this song sounded like shit. You know what I mean? And I yeah. don't, like, take offense to it. You know what I mean? Wait, he's what like, song did he say sounded like shit? No, he's, like, he just, just, like, <laughs> throughout, like, in my entire music career, he's, oh, like, okay. you know, like, yeah. this was great. That's useful to have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this was great, and, like, this one was fine, but it just wasn't your best. And, like, I appreciate that because, you know, I value his opinion, and, like, that also, when he tells me something was phenomenal, 
then it like really means it really was. means yeah. that it's awesome dude yeah. it's been like you know everybody's whole life as a musician like everybody's it's like pats on the back you know what i mean yeah dude, that was sick yeah. like and then you're like but was it really like yeah. everybody told me it was awesome so like what am i missing here so <laughs> i always appreciate like the people that come out you know like yeah. that and and actually like give you their true honest opinion yeah, yeah. well yeah that was one of the things you know i mean i'm not going to say we were worried about it but you know we had um we had our old singer and which is where we built the majority of our following and the majority of our presence in the yeah. area and you know when we switched over to um to cody we were like oh god are people gonna still mm. like it i mean you know following we, up no, we had, like, probably the hardest thing to do in a band but i mean very few bands do the, that yeah it dude it, it's it's tough especially you know because our old singer was a girl yeah. and it was it was just a different a completely uh, yeah, different element but but cody, but cody stepped up people love him he's i will say he's much more of a showman uh, people really get you know people enjoy watching him and listening to him so uh, yeah I, everyone's I yeah, yeah of course but oh dude everyone um everyone who's talked to me anyway enjoys it so. good that's good but our first yeah. show that we played was at Malloy's in uh in Crofton which is another awesome place to yeah, play I love playing there um good people there but we split the gig Jill did the first half oh. and I did the last half so I didn't start until like eleven thirty at night so like I watched her do like half of the gig and I'm like all right, <laughs> now I got to get up there and make sure that I can like follow the act and yeah. like, and it was like a farewell gig for her. So all of her people were there to like send her all off, sit there and judge the shit out of you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So then like me getting up there, I'm like, all right, dude, and like it went well, and I was like, thank God. Hey, those people showed up to the gig next After, month, yeah. and then the yeah. following uh, the following spring, and they now were it's there. just like nothing ever changed, you know. But it was nerve wracking. That's man. pretty awkward. It was uh, nerve wracking. Who set that up? <laughs> What's that? Who set that up? That's <laughs> well, kind of awkward, man. Well, because like, okay, so this I, this this so, gig, I I don't think it was me. Uh, well, who, who did? The, the I, gig, I don't know. So, That's a good question. So Jill, sure, that's just an awkward thing to do. I mean, Jill, maybe I'm wrong. I don't. I don't, think I don't I know. But. It was already done. Jill. Oh, okay. Jill was pregnant. I gotta sass you a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Jill was pregnant. The drummer, man. Like, and, and she was like, yeah, she was no. getting to the point. She thought that she was gonna be able to sing the whole time. Yeah. And she was getting to the point where, like, dude, like, I can't. That would have been awesome, though. See, I've never seen that before. A fully pregnant female yes. singer. Yeah. yeah, she did it and did a damn good job. But I remember, like, but I remember the um, the bassist from what's that? What's that band? They do um, Lazy Eye, Silver Sun, Silver, Silver Sun Pickups. Yeah, yeah, she was pregnant and playing. That was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, that's sick. I like yeah. that. Band. Yeah, they'd be too. I saw them at um, that little record store in Fells Point. Soundgarden. Soundgarden. Yeah, they saw. No them. way. They did an acoustic set there. That's yeah. where I bought my first Stroke yeah. CD. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we play. Uh, we used to play at uh, Fells Point Tavern, which is right next door to that. So we would always, oh, okay. uh, like, we, you know, we would get set up, do the sound check, and then just go, go in there and look around. That's the yeah. coolest freaking it place. It is cool. You it's should awesome. try it for some other places in Fells Point. I'd love to. I've been looking. I've Water actually, front. I actually have a few uh, things lined up that I'll talk okay, to you all cool. about later. This sounds like great band conversation. 
which I'm happy it's to get not, to. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. But, uh, let's just get a couple of good That's, like sound bites off yeah, okay. the end. Like, yeah, I bet. All right. So we're playing Fish Head uh, May 8th. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. You know, distance, masked up, the whole nine. But uh, Hollow Truths, Top Dead Center. Can't wait to do it. It's going to be yep. a great time. Definitely. Yeah, we or, haven't. Party down a little bit. Yep. Yeah, man. We haven't played together in two years, but yeah, we're we're excited about yeah, it. Yeah, we're we got, excited. We're we excited for some, that gig. Uh, we got some stuff coming up on the books. Um, we're doing coconuts in Ocean City on May twenty first uh, to Friday afternoon, hot rod weekend, four to eight. Um, we're doing an Annapolis dinner boat cruise, uh, sunset cruise on a Saturday coming up on the 15th, I believe. So we survived yeah. COVID tour. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we go. made it out. This yeah. is like the, yeah. the light at the end of the tunnel. So yeah. we're all Seriously. really excited to, uh, to, to do it. We're I just mean, happy to be out back playing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm sure oh, yeah. you guys are too. Oh yeah. For sure. So. But yeah, man, we appreciate you having us. Yeah, yeah it was been great, fun. great to yeah. hang out and chat Thanks with so you. Thanks so much, man. Absolutely. Well, yeah. cheers, everybody. Cheers. Yeah. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. So yeah, I want to thank Matt, Nick, and Tom for coming on the episode, and thank you for listening. If you made it this far, the song you're hearing in the background is called Dispensary Kid. It's by my band, and we'll be playing it May 8th at Fishhead Cantina in Baltimore. So if you're in the area, feel free to come out, have a few beers. Ticket event is on Facebook, and uh, maybe see you again on another episode. Thanks for supporting local music. His mind started to get a little scattered I think it might have had to do with the shadow Job away.
Cope with